The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an old Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Around the Circle. That's the trouble around here. Talk, talk, talk. It's another crossover podcast around the circle. Talk of champions is what I call it. I don't know what David calls it, but he writes for Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of 247 Sports. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. He's at Rebels247. I write for the Old Man Spirit, OldmanSpirit.com, affiliate Hey, buddy, what's up? I call it the crossover podcast. That's what I call it. Just you call it Bare Bones Crossover Podcast. Crossover podcast, colon, whatever the hell we talked about today. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we've got a big baseball series uh-huh. this weekend. Definitely. Here in Oxford. And there is a lot on the line for the Ole Miss Rebels. And let's be honest, there's still a lot on the line for Mike Bianco. Not that he's not part of the Ole Miss Rebels, but he's got different kind of things, I think, still on the line. Are they safely in right now? Going into no. Texas State, okay. No, if they get swept by NM and go to Hoover and drop two, I don't think they're in. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Then they're out. I don't think they're going to so get swept this weekend. No. They need to win one, two pr- preferably, but one and then win one or two in Hoover just to feel really good about where they stand. Yeah, I'd love for them to win the series. Yeah. And, and and win two in Hoover, and I think they're two seed at that point. Oh, that's um, a lock. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I think so, and I think they're probably could if Southern Miss plays well this weekend and hosts. Um, I think they're in Hattiesburg, Ooh, which that would is be a fun. Yeah, I think that'd be a pretty good deal for uh, for Ole Miss, considering how this season has worked out. 
and uh, what is it, Pete Taylor Park down there? Just don't send them out uh, west or something crazy, which is typically yeah, what happens, that, I guess. And, and it's possible. I yeah. mean, you know, you look at Spokane, Washington. I think that's a potential destination. Oh, All God. kind of crazy stuff. And, um, you know, but again, Ben, I mean, and you well know this. This is why this time of the year is so fun, so much fun. But uh, I'm but just I glad they've is. won seven games to make it fun, that we're having this conversation right now rather than the other conversation that it looked like we'd be having right now. Yeah, and 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 you know we could we could steer back around to that conversation next week. Oh, certainly. for sure. Yeah, but um, but you know, they Ole Miss is winning. Everybody's happy. Look, he's gotten the fans back on the hook again. They're interested in Ole Miss baseball. It's going to be a crazy crowd out there this weekend. Students are gone, but um, you know, so I think it's vitally important that the the local Ole Miss fans, the fans that can drive in, and I know it was tough driving in on Thursday night, but, uh, you know, and it's it's tough to work all day Friday and get to Oxford in time for the game on on Friday, but uh, Saturday, got to be packed. People should be coming from all over. Um, they need your support. They deserve it. Uh, the kids are playing hard, and, um, you know, hey, let's go get it this weekend. Objectively, in terms of importance for their particular season, obviously this week is bigger for Ole Miss baseball than an offer to a transfer linebacker for Ole Miss football. But I'm trying to Mm -hmm. figure out which story Ole Miss fans care about the most right now. And I'm not convinced it's not Diamante Tucker Dorsey, the linebacker out of James Madison. Yeah, I think 100%. It's just, you know, you have, I I think your football fan base is larger. It's just different. It's just different. It's all year. Yeah. it is. It's all years, 365, 24-7. And, uh, you know, and, th- and that was a big move, uh, Ole Miss jumping on him yesterday. You know, the problem is, you know, and, and everybody wants to know right now, hey, are we going to get this kid? I have no idea because you look at his other offers yesterday, Texas A&M offered him. Auburn. I mean, there were other SEC schools that, uh, that jumped on him immediately. And then, look, here's the other thing. It's no slam dunk right now that this kid is eligible for the fall. He didn't get in the portal until yesterday. That's past the May 1st deadline, but he is a post-grad student and he has already applied for a waiver and that is more than likely going to be granted to him. I think everybody believes he'll, he'll, he'll get the waiver. Um, So, you know, I don't know. They all think they will get the waiver first. That's always yeah, what they I mean, say. Oh, we think that we're thinking he's going to get the waiver. But once you get to the waiver process, that's kind of tricky now. There is no guarantee with that. Well, the problem is there's no timeline for right. it. Right. You, you file the waiver and the NCAA decides. Totally, yeah. When they want yeah, to do it. Totally at their discretion as to what they're going to do. I mean, that's. Um, that's and there's absolutely line. no oversight to it. To where. The NCAA can do what it did to Otis Reese and keep him out for, what, seven games? No, it was all but like two games in his first Ole Miss season. Yeah. And yeah, nobody and talks they, about that anymore. That was a terrible thing, and yet they can just do it, and there are no yeah, consequences. On, on, the, on the flip side of that, and I'm a fine one to be talking, but you know Eli's situation back in the fall where he was declared ineligible in the middle of New Mexico State's football season because of a foul up on 
the academic end that was the fault of New Mexico State. He, he dropped a class inadvertently in the middle of the season, which put him below the, the non-graduate hours he had to be taking to stay eligible. So they ruled him ineligible. And on a Tuesday, his career was done. That's what I'm and saying. by Thursday morning at 9 o'clock, he was reinstated. So... You know, Just think about that. That is that is his entire life. His life is football at New Mexico State. Well, he was in New Mexico for football. And for Absolutely. them, it's just rubber stamping or, oh, no, that doesn't meet the crap. They don't care about the human beings involved. They do not care. So once you get to the waiver process, it's anybody's guess. So I, I just love that, though. Every time a kid that Ole Miss wants, any school really, but we cover Ole Miss, any kid Ole Miss wants in the transfer portal – He's got to get a waiver. The first thing we always are told, because we have to ask them, and, and we get told is, oh, yeah, we think he's going to get it. But of course you do yeah. until you get to that process. Then you wonder why. The NCAA does not care about anyone or anything but protecting itself and trying to cling to the little bit of power it thinks it still has. And one of the little bit of power it still has is in the waiver process. That's very, very true. Now, for the record, I think he gets the waiver. Um, I do too, but I, I I'm just saying it's not a slam dunk, but it's just not a slam dunk. Yeah, no, it, no, it's not. All these schools, so I don't think they would have been offering him yesterday that quickly if they didn't believe he'd get the waiver as well. Um, Flip so, side of that, David, you know, could I, they be all offered him because that's a premium position? It's so hard to find good linebackers, period. Oh, 100%. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So you just and, take I mean, your chance on the waiver there. process. You know, like whatever happens, happens. But dang, man, this is a premium position. They're so hard to find. Let me offer him. And then we'll just play the game with the waiver. Yeah, you're 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 right about that. We'll see what happens. And, you know, and then some people are going, oh, this is an FCS linebacker. Look, James Madison is making the move to big-time college football. So, um, you know, this kid is a, uh, you know, I mean, he's a, he's a legitimate talent. He was an all American last, last year. And, um, you know, I think he would answer a lot of the rebels linebacker concerns. Um, you know, and, and it's not that we don't have kids that can play linebacker. Obviously Ashanti Sistron can play linebacker and play it. Well, we just don't have enough of them. I mean, you know, you get one, you know, one play and, and your season could get doomed at that spot. And you don't you know, know exactly he, what you have with Troy Brown because he was hurt in the spring. That's exactly right. And, I mean, let's be honest. Troy Brown is is not some big Hulkster that, that you can stick up in there. You know, th- this guy is going to kind of play on the outside more than, than anything else. So, um, you know, they need size and they need speed. And, 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 and Tucker Dorsey has both. Um, and we'll see if he makes it to Oxford for a visit. That's obviously the, the telltale sign. That's yeah. one to get excited is uh, if you're in the running. I'm going to tell you, though, I think this recruitment is going to happen very, very quickly. Obviously, everybody wants him on campus June 1. And what is it today, May 18th? Oh, yeah, so, he's got like 10 days. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to happen quickly, and then he's going to be somewhere. I don't like the criticism of, oh, he's from James Madison. Jalen Tolbert, who was a third-round pick of the Cowboys, was from South Alabama in one of the strongest wide receiver classes in a while for the NFL draft. Well, Kids know, come from everywhere. But you get what I'm saying? Though? Well, I was just, this first thing popped in my head. It's just good players can come from anywhere. Just because he wasn't a good player when he signed with James Madison or wasn't a Division One player, he can develop into one over his career to where now he has an opportunity to take that step and extend his football career. 
100 percent. I mean, Walter Payton, Jerry Rice. Uh-huh. I mean, the names can go on. I mean, those are obviously that. Hall of Famers in the high end of we're not saying we're not saying that. Yeah, but I mean yeah. they played FCS football. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's just um I'm trying to think of the quarterback at Washington uh, that played for the Redskins. Uh, oh, Mark Rithian. Mark Rithian. There's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Ton of FCS guys. Um, so they can you know, come but, from anywhere. Talent is talent. Follow the offers yeah, and yeah. Talent. Yeah. And uh, this guy, you know, we we'd love to have him here for sure, 100. percent Yeah. Overall, that's the bigger story. It is. I mean, you know. What about Deion Smith? When do we expect to know something definitive? Because it's like that time I, now. I mean, I keep hearing, you know, they're just waiting on some paperwork. Yeah, me too. That's what I hear. So, you know, that should happen soon. Again, I'll make a prediction. Deion Smith will be on the Ole Miss campus by June 5th. I've been saying say June 1. Like, I don't expect some big announcement. Deion Smith has qualified. It's official. We've been saying since November. This has been one of the worst kept secrets in Ole Miss recruiting recently 100 percent. yeah he was coming to Ole Miss it's just about getting academically eligible so it's it's not like he's going to come out with a uh an announcement saying hey I've committed or I've got my grades Ole Miss here I come he's just going to enroll so if he's not here by like June if he's not here by like June 6th then you can go oh shit where is he yeah yeah I I would say that but you know when it happens regardless it's going to be the biggest story of the day oh for sure for sure hundred percent. And, uh, but, but yeah, I, I think it's going to happen quickly. I mean, you know, well, it hasn't happened quickly, has it? But, uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying by June 5th, Dion's here or he's not one or the other. Oh, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> so, the options for that's you. Kinda, that's kind of had Yeah. Well, look, the Ole Miss softball team. Well, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, I got a question. Yeah. I got to Don't do that yet. Don't oh, do the softball okay. thing yet. Okay. Come on. Hold on. Hit hold me, on. Hold on. Hold on. So, assuming Deion Smith, like we both think, ends up at Ole Miss by June 5th, who has the bigger impact at wide receiver, Jalen Robinson or Deion Smith? Oh, man. You know, uh, Jalen Robinson, I think, because he's got experience. He has, he has shown he can pile up big numbers in, in this style of offense. Um, he's older. I think Jalen Robinson, if you're asking between the two, that's not an indictment on Deion Smith. No, no, but that's podcast fodder, David. It's fine. Yeah, I hear you. you. But, but yeah, I'm putting my money on Jalen Robinson there. Deion Smith, the talent. Aren't you? I would say, yes. But here's the thing. Deion Smith, as far as talent, if I'm banking on long-term viability as a next-level wide receiver, I might go Deion. But as far as what they've accomplished in college so far, Dion is really, really talented. But Jalen Robinson was the number one guy at UCF. Jeremy James told me straight up that John Rice Plumley called him was like that was one of our best guys at Central Florida. So I'm going to take him right now for immediate impact at Ole Miss for what they need because they yeah. need a go-to, done-it-before wide receiver. And Jalen Robinson, by all accounts, from the numbers and everything you dive into, he's he's done it before. So I'm going with him. Yep. But long term, you could convince me with you could convince me Deion Smith is uh, the better long term bet. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Will they add a third one? Well, Malik, Malik Heath, Malik Heath, Malik Heath's coming. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm already kind of counting him as we we 
So do they stop the after people. that, after Malik? I, is, think, okay. I, I think so. I think so. Even in this Wild West crazy era we're in, you only got a certain amount of spots, right? So, well, a new rule know, recently yeah, passed. They're not going to be held to 25 scholarships in either of the next two signing classes. No school is. Yeah, but there's still a cap. On the roster, on the overall roster, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, anyway, uh, you know, you could have 20 Deion Smiths on your roster. You can't play them all. He's David Johnson. He writes for Inside the Rebels. I'm Ben Garrett. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and affiliate of Own3.com. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review this podcast in iTunes, just simply search Talk of Champions. That's where it'll be. Let's hear from a couple of proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Ah, it's springtime in Oxford again. Who doesn't love springtime in Oxford? Flowers bloom and the square is popping. Ole Miss baseball, a little Ole Miss spring football. It's honestly one of the best times of the year, so why not enjoy it? See all the beauty that Oxford has to offer in a brand new car, truck, or Jeep. Well, if you're in the market, the only place to go, Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Allen Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates them from every other dealership in Oxford, Mississippi, as Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now, this is the only place to go. And when you go, ask for Brian or Mason. Tell them Talk of Champions sent you. And take advantage of any one or more of the services Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides by contacting them at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. East University Avenue in Oxford, Mississippi. Allen Samuels, a proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season. And concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. 
Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Deion Smith will be the last wide receiver, then the linebacker from James Madison. Is that it? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, come on, man. We're almost in June. But <laughs> no, but we're still going here. We're going strong. You never know. Look, if they have a spot left and the right guy hops in, they're going to go after him. What's the right guy? So, you know, One spot opens I, up. I David Johnson, head coach of Ole Miss football. In your opinion, what's the right spot? If one spot opens up and the right guy hits the portal, it's what position? Yeah, that's hard to that's hard to say because, you know, would you take another linebacker or you lineman. know, let's just say, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you could possibly take another lineman. Uh, I question uh, a little bit what the depth looks like looks like at the on the edges of the offensive line. Mm. Um, you know, there's no doubt Jeremy James, Nick Broker, both are NFL talents. Uh, even the broker brokers playing guard, playing guard. but Mason Jeremy Brooks, Jeremy they got him. Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. They're both NFL talents. Broker is too, by the way. Um, yeah, I could, I could see them wanting to go for some more edge depth, but the problem with the portal is I can tell you right now, there aren't any offensive tackles in the portal. They've all been snapped up. And when they go in, they don't stay in very long. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why Mason Brooks you know, of all the guys they signed, even Zach Evans, Jackson Dart was number one as far as – Michael Trick was the number ones as far as how many schools wanted them. Everybody wanted them. But next to them, Mason Brooks is probably right there. Everybody wanted him. And I don't think he gets enough yeah. credit yeah. for how much interest there was in him and how big of a get he was. It was a huge well, get. Well, first of all, even if you're talking about high school recruiting, finding serviceable or guys tackles. who will turn into serviceable yes. offensive tackles – it is so difficult, extremely difficult. Um, and then, uh, you know, when you do find the ones that are serviceable and can get on the field and play for you, those aren't the guys that are getting in the portal for the most part. And so it is hard to find a guy unless you find a guy like Mason Brooks who has been playing at a mid-major and he gets in the portal because he's like, you know what? I want to play in front of 100,000 people. It just goes back to this, Dave. You know what it goes back to? Mason Brooks was one of the very biggest gets out of the NCAA transfer portal, but the old offensive lineman in me has just got some built-up, long-standing <laughs> resentment. Yeah, we don't score touchdowns, man. We're the ones you're not supposed to notice us, so we don't get any attention. Mason Brooks put some respect on his recruitment because that was a massive land. That's all I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know – it's so funny you say that. I mean, you know, and you can probably attest to this, but for two years before Royce Newman's last year here, I was beating the drum that Royce Newman is going to be an you incredible are. professional you football are. player. Nobody listened. Nobody. I cared. did. Now, not nobody. I did. Well, you, I, Your I, friend I'm Ben about, did. 
I'm talking about fans in general. And all of a but that's sudden, not no one. I'm not no one. Do not minimize me, sir. You're not no one. All of a sudden, the Packers draft Royce Newman. And, 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 and he starts as a rookie. <laughs> oh, yeah, he starts as a rookie. He's going to have an incredible career. Um, and I, I've been saying the same thing. Listen, everybody's been talking about Nick Broker, and I'm 100% on board. Nick is going to be a really good pro player on the interior. But for the last two, maybe even three years, I've even been preaching Jeremy James. Jeremy James is a potential first-round pick. Why were you saying that? Why were you saying that? Because he is so versatile. He can play every position on an offensive line. He is so long. He is so big, elite size, and he's such an athlete. And and here's the deal. James may, and it all depends on how how his his fall goes. Uh-oh. James I've got a breaking a news. Whoa. Breaking news. No, I'm telling you, James. Okay, hold on. Breaking pick. news. David Johnson of Inside the Rebels reporting Jeremy James will be a first-round pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. No, no, you said will be 100%. Put your name on it, and I did. Well, Jeremy James could be a first-round pick. And and I will say this, he'll go in the first three rounds. Oh, for sure. Hands down. Yes. As long as he's healthy, yes. NFL coaches, NFL organizations look for every attribute Jeremy James has. For and sure. He checks every box. Every, every box. single box. I agree with that. And and he will be the first pick taken off this Ole Miss football team Ooh. in the twenty three NFL draft. Ooh, that's a good one. Who else would be I'm in just, contention I'm, for him for that spot? I, I mean, I think Zach, Zach Evans, Evans could be a, a high high round pick. Uh second, third round. They really don't draft running backs in the first round. They don't. Nope. It's because, you know, the 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 the, the morphing of, of what they want out of offensive football in the NFL. Well, the now. thing about running backs in the NFL is they don't make it to second contracts, and there's so much tread on the tires that's been worn down from college and the carries that they get in high school. They're typically the best player on their team, and they've logged so much time. Everybody believes, every team, every evaluator believes that each player has a certain amount of snaps in them. And running backs, they age quicker – and fall off the cliff much faster than all other positions. So why are you investing yeah. that kind of draft capital when you can get um, co- comparable players for what they're going to be in their first contract, which is typically all they last for four years? You can find that in the second, third, fourth round. So these days, only usually yeah. you'll see maybe one running back go in the first round. And even then, when it happens, um, you, you have everybody that maybe draft analysts or us saying shit like, what are they doing? You can just get that later. I mean, the, the the position has been completely devalued in the NFL. Yeah, no, no kidding, it has. But but you know, to answer your question, I mean, if if I had to pick an order, Jeremy James, Zach Evans, um, probably is Jared Ivy, Kari Coleman, maybe. Yeah, yeah, both of those guys. I think. Um, you know, I saw somebody had had. Um, Corey had was in the Coleman first. The first round. I think it was CBS. You know, I saw that projector. Yeah, no, it was Fox. I'm pretty sure, but uh, but anyway. Uh, what about DeAndre Prince? Uh, you know, 
Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. 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 Um, you know, but but I, I will say this: I think as long as Jeremy James stays healthy, he's going to be the first Ole Miss Rebel off the draft board. And um, and you know how ludicrous is this? I mean, I, I think all you know pre-draft orders are 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 full of crap. I of mean, course they know, are, but it's entertain. We are entertainment, David. We yeah, are entertainment. Just for entertainment's sake, I'm, I'm I'm taking Jeremy James first. Um, I think he's got all the tools more so than any other. If rival. I'd have asked you before and, last um, year, or if I'd have told you, David, I'm telling you right now, you better put your life savings on it. Sam Williams will be picked in the draft before Matt Corral. You say no way in hell. Mm, I would not have said that. Really. Really. I just would not have said that. No, no, not coming off Matt's. Uh, first sophomore campaign, if you will, I wouldn't have said that. Because, oh, yeah. because all right, uh, knowing what Matt, we, Matt had, yeah, okay, Matt had a little bit of an interception issue. No, not a little bit. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't a little bit, buddy. Yeah. It was a, it was an interception issue. Uh, so, so yeah, as far as being a a true pro, uh, more skills, more potential at his position, I would have went with Sam Williams first. Yeah. Now, I think because you know. And we don't have to get into all this, but we all are obviously aware of the off the field issues Sam had. Jerry Jones could have given a crap about that, obviously. Uh, and we saw Sam make some tremendous strides in the maturity department, uh, you know, in, in his final year at Ole Miss. I mean, um, you know, I, I'll say this much after Pro Day, um, Sam Williams was was in the interview room immediately with the media with his son in his arms. And um, we mature. appreciated that from Sam. Yeah, he's mature. Because let me say this, those guys do not have to talk to the media after pro day. Yeah, they don't know what's anything, do nothing. Sam came in, Snoop Connor came in, Jerry Ely came in. Well, Jerry came in because he was angry. He wanted to air some grievances that day. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, 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 but Matt Corral did not come in. And we were told he was, and everybody waited for almost three hours after pro day ended before uh, we were informed that he was not coming. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, when Kyle Campbell came in and said uh, he's got to do some NFL Network stuff first, and this is no no issues towards Matt at all, just just telling the story – after we had waited about two hours, Kyle came in and said, he's, he's got to do some NFL network stuff. Then he's coming. Uh, Neil McCready and I looked at each other and said, we're gone. Yeah, we no way that's happening. That's uh, not happening. And then uh, the other guy stayed, and he never came. Of course he didn't. So We've been done. It's fine, and it's fine. He doesn't owe us anything. But, yes, though, it's just that. Yes, Sam Williams okay. was the first guy in the room. Right. Much appreciated. All right, what's your softball thing? Regional starts Friday night, six thirty our time, Oxford time. Against All right. a, a, a Loyola Marymount team that you know, check this out. So Ole Miss has to has to travel eighteen hundred and eighty miles to be the number two seed in the LA regional, Good hosted Lord. by UCLA. Loyola Marymount has a thirty minute drive from their home campus across town to the field to play the Rebels as a three seed. 
And Good uh, grief. All right, let me ask you this. So, because you cover softball, I don't. Um, where should Ole Miss, in your opinion, have been sent? Well, as a number two seed, but closer to home. You know, I. I where would that have know, been? Is there the any bracket? Yeah. I, I think they should have been at the Duke Regional. I think, and that's where Georgia was sent, which, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Athens to Raleigh Durham is what? Maybe three hour drive? Does any maybe? two seed have to travel further than Ole Miss? No. Then no. that just tells me it's true. It's been that way for a long time in selection processes in baseball, and now I guess softball, they're, they're kind of the same family. We've been talking well, about this. Back in the day, it was like Larry Templeton's keeping Ole Miss baseball from the – now I'm just saying I get it. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying I get it. If you've got a conspiracy theory about selection for Ole Miss baseball and softball and Ole Miss getting screwed, I'm not saying I agree with you, but I'm not saying – I'm also saying I'm not dismissing the possibility because no, I'm starting to no, see it. Man, there, there's something there. I, I'll tell you this. You know, even – during the SEC tournament, and and some of the fans watched the tournament. Obviously, the the commentators for the SEC network. I mean, it was obvious they were not pulling, and they they shouldn't pull for anybody. They're supposed to be neutral. It was obvious they were pulling for the team Ole Miss was playing both nights. I'm skeptical. I'm okay. What? How? What were they doing? Oh, just just you know. All of the comments were, you know, Georgia is a home run hitting team and blah, blah, blah. Well, Ole Miss beat Georgia nine to five. So in that particular game that, you know, Michelle Smith was paid to be the color commentator, it really mattered not that Georgia had hit their hundred home run of the season when Ole Miss scored nine runs and Georgia scored five. Right? And it then, sounds man, a little Jan from the Brady Bunch, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It no, sounds no, no, like, no, okay. it's not. All right. It's not. And, and look, okay, Georgia gets the easy bus ride up to Raleigh-Durham to play in their regional versus Duke. I don't know how far it is. Probably three hours, I'm guessing. All right? Ole Miss has to fly. Left out at 4 o'clock Wednesday morning to fly to L.A. Now there, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, to get ready for this stuff. When Ole Miss beat Georgia three out of four times this year and three times in a row, they took a series from them, two games to one in Athens to end the regular season, had them in the first game of the SEC tournament, beat them there, and Georgia gets the better seed. Mississippi State swept the Rebels this year but finished with a lower RPI. They're at the Tallahassee Regional. Ole Miss has to fly across a continent <laughs> to play at UCLA. You're, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Uh, all right, so handicap it. Ole Miss's chances of getting out of that regional and moving on is what? Yeah, you know, I'm not as afraid of the number one seeded UCLA Bruins as I normally am. They're 43 and eight, whatever. That's not what I worry about. What I worry about is the the three seed and the four seed there are both extremely good teams. I mean, so there are no gimme games. Ole Miss opens with Loyola Marymount. As I mentioned, all they have to do is drive across L.A. traffic, and they're at the regional. Not to be confused with Loyola Chicago, Loyola New Orleans. Yeah, there are a hundred of those, right? But uh, it's a Jesuit school like they all are. But – 
you know, and, and they're going to face a pitcher who's won 17 games in the regular season, nine all-conference players on this squad. I mean, this is a good team, probably the best three seed in the country. And that's who they play. So if they beat them, sounds like very ominous. On Saturday, sounds very yeah, ominous. Yeah, I, I mean it's a, it's a very tough draw for game one. Very tough draw. And if you get in that losers bracket from the get go, you're in trouble. Real quickly, we all know that. Real quickly, project Ole Miss's NC almost baseball's NCAA tournament seeding. Man, you know, Ben, it, it really depends on what happens, but I like the two at Southern Miss. I, I kind of like that. I, that's where I think they're going to be. I like that. I really do. Uh, but um, you know, somebody at the NCAA on the selection committee may go. You know, this this is probably you know they're an SEC team. Send them to Alaska. The worst. They're the worst. <laughs> they're the worst two seed in the field. Yeah, uh, we're <laughs> we're going to send them to Alaska Anchorage. Uh, to play in, in this regional where it's uh, 28 degrees or something like that. Hell storms or, or, in the forecast. Yeah, or more realistically, Spokane, Washington. And, uh, you know, it's probably still a little chilly up there right now this time of the year. All right, I got one more thing for you, and then we got to go. So yesterday was a big day in the Garrett household. This has nothing to do with sports. That's why I save it for the last. Um, my daughter, Riley, is the youngest selected member of the travel gymnastics cheerleading squad in New Albany, Mississippi, the hot shots fired awesome. up, excited, right? Excited. And then Gracie had her awards day at New Albany Elementary School, and she got all A honor roll, AP reader. And then in every class, they get they give out a top dog as voted on by their peers, a girl and a guy. And Gracie really wanted the top dog award. Okay. And I and I wanted her for I wanted it for her because she wanted you know how you are with your kids it doesn't matter what they choose yeah whatever they are passionate about you just want them you want them to be passionate about something and then encourage encourage them as much as you can I don't give a crap what it is it could be sports academics gymnastics hot shots as long as they're passionate about it and they do their best that's all I care about and I get really excited for them when they set goals for themselves and they get it so the dude's up there the assistant principal nice guy. And he says, hey, because it started out, people were clapping every time a name was called. Well, that's going to take a while, right? So he's like, nobody talk. Or don't wait. Hold all your applause till after all the names have been announced. Then we'll cheer for them really loud. Okay. Gracie's class rolls around. She gets announced for all A on roll. I don't say anything. And you know me. Okay. I can't help myself. My enthusiasm can sometimes boil over. Then the next time her name's called, it's for the AP thing. I don't say a word because they told us not to. But then she got top dog, and I knew she wanted to be top dog. And so in front of God and everybody, yelling into the silence as loud as possible, I was like, let's go, Gracie. Woo! And everybody laughed. Now, everybody laughed except Gracie, who turned red as a tomato, and my wife, who was sitting right beside me, who teaches at New Albany Elementary School. So it was her boss who said, hey, don't clap. And she was so mad. Now, she says she was just embarrassed, but it was like one of those, I cannot believe you broke the rules kind of deal. All right, so David, was I in the wrong? No, no, man. Let's go. That's a moment yes. you will carry with you your entire life. And and I and I'll thank you. I'm gonna be a little dark here, but oh. you know, one of these days when you pass on, oh, and 
And she's standing there looking at you, and you're coughing. No, I'm not getting buried. No, I'm claustrophobic. They got to burn me. It's in my will. I'm getting burned when she's staring at my Folgers can. When she's staring at my Folgers can and she's about to dump my ashes down the toilet, go. She's going to be thinking about that day her dad stood up in the back of the auditorium and screamed out when she won that award. Let's go. Even though the principal, the assistant principal, had said, Let's not do this. Okay. So that's a beautiful moment. Thank that you, David. Moment. Thank you. Because Emily's Absolutely. mom was sitting by her and she was embarrassed. Her sister was sitting beside her. She was embarrassed too. Now everybody else laughed because initially it was like, oh crap, I, I didn't mean to do that. But then they're like, oh, I like uh, Gracie's friends would come up to her and be like, Dad, your daddy is so funny. Or they, Emily's friends would come up to her and be like, Ben is such a mess, isn't he? And you know what? They don't, they'll never admit it, but they kind of like that. They kind of like it. <laughs> Listen, uh, what are we all ultimately going to be? No matter what we accomplish in life, no matter what we do, what are we all ultimately going to be? Husbands memories. and fathers. We're going to. Oh, memories. We're all become memories. Oh. And you know what? You just became a fantastic memory for your daughter. Oh. And that is. Uh, so no, do not. You hold your chest out proud. Thank you, David. I will. And that is incredible. I'll tell you a quick story. Please do. And then we'll go. So Tori's bus runs at 6.30 every morning. So our day begins quite early. So this morning, I'm walking her out to the road to wait for her bus. And her bus driver's name is Omar. Okay. I had gotten that much from her. And she really likes Omar. So I'm standing there with her at the end of the drive, and I'm like, you know what? Last day of school is tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to meet Omar this morning. And, um, and I mean, she tells us all kind of funny stories about Omar. <laughs> so the bus pulls up, and Omar opens the door, and Tori climbs on, and he sees me there. And I'm like, hi, uh, I, I'm, I'm David, Tori's dad. I just wanted to meet you. And Omar, who's still wearing a COVID mask, um, looks at me and goes, "Me no speak English, sir." <laughs> so I waved at him, smiled, and that was the end of our conversation. So I didn't get to have that big conversation because Omar no speak English. But um, but, but anyway, you know what? He's my, made an impact daughter, on your daughter. He has, you know, man. She she loves Omar. A positive and, uh, impact on your daughter, and uh, that that's the thing about these masks, man. If you want to wear one, cool, but. At the end of the day, he made a positive impact, period. And that's an awesome yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I just happened to notice he was still wearing his COVID mask. I wonder I wonder so, uh, what jokes or stories Tori Kate's talking about now. Yeah, we'll talk about that later tonight. Yeah, find that out, because now I want to know. I want to know what Omar does is funny. Race, Dad. So, uh, or maybe he just saw this hulking man early in the morning in, the, in his open door of his bus looking at him like he wanted to fight him, and he's just like, uh, what can I go to? Hey, no, no, no speak man. English. I was smiling and everything. I had my friendly look on. Yeah, but when you're not, when you're in a shitty mood, I've known you a long time now. Like you wear it on your face. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I do. So I tired, do, David, uh, in the morning. You might have thought for David in the morning, I was pretty, pretty approachable. Had a nice smile, but maybe he saw what we sometimes see. Your friends see. <laughs> Yeah, well, I have a feeling from about 100 yards away, Omar was like, oh, crap, man, this little girl's dad's out <laughs> That's here. That's what I'm saying. Not me about something. 
And uh, that wasn't it at all. But nevertheless, hey, good show today. Yeah, good show. Yeah, Ben, shut up. We've got to be done. This has been Around the Circle Crossover Podcast Talk of Champions. I don't know. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben on Twitter. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit. OMSpirit.com. I'm on 3.com. I just when you're ready for it to be over. All right, well, Ben, good show. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. He covers Ole Miss for Inside the Rebels and Affiliate of 247 Sports. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review this podcast in iTunes. Just simply search Talk of Champions. You'll find it there in SoundCloud, Spotify. It's always there. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Let's go beat those Aggies. Hotty toddy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.